Hi, it's Ian Thornley. Thanks for uh, taking the time out of your day to give us a chat and fill us in on your new project. Right on. No problem at all. Well, excited to hear about it. Ian Fletcher Thornley is the name, and uh, usually you only get full names and you're in trouble from your parents, right? Uh, (laughs) Keeping your your name constant so people know who you are, but still letting them know it's you, but it's something different. How did you come about that decision? Um, I think it's probably necessity more than anything. I I wanted to make sure that... uh, the people realized it wasn't a Thornley thing, yeah. you know, because uh, Thornley was sort of a radio rock kind of thing, you know, sort of heavier. Um, this this most certainly isn't that, um, and I wanted to uh, I wanted a way to sort of throw people off that sense. So. I knew it was yeah. you, but something different. Now, the new album um, is called Secrets. It's out now after a huge year, by the way. Congrats with uh, Big Rack and your success of Ghosts. Thanks. Did amazing. Well, is Secrets a project that's been brewing with you for a while, and you just finally had the time to get to it now? Um, yeah, yes and no. I mean, it, it has been brewing for a while. Um, as far as the, the sort of concept and the idea of yeah. having an album like this, um, I think, uh, you know, initially it started, of course, as just, just being a, a solo acoustic thing. Yeah. Um, and then once it sort of blossomed into being, well, what if it was like a solo acoustic thing at the core and then was embellished with uh, sort of Mark Howard's atmospherics and, and, and the sort of the, the vibe and tone that he brings to something. Yeah. Um, then, it, then it really, uh, you know, it really became something that, that uh, I felt like it, it was time to do. Um, it's, there's a lot been going on uh, sort of in my personal life that I, uh, you know, I've been grappling with and, and you know, finding a, an outlet for it i yeah. think uh and and this was it you know it, it really um it was very cathartic for me yeah. and it was a, it was almost like being dipped in some sort of waters uh and it was a, only a 12-day process you know oh wow uh, re- recording and mixing was only 12 days and um it was such a whirlwind that it, when i came out of it I, I really did feel like oh like i really needed to get that off my chest i really <laughs> needed to you know, it was quite uh, it was quite therapeutic in a lot of ways. That's amazing. Now you've said it; it is very personal. You haven't performed the album yet, or have you? Uh, well, we performed the line serve at at, a, at the sort of record release thing that we did at at, uh, at Mac. How was that? Um, it was great. Yeah, it was great. I really enjoyed it. It's um, there's a lot of room for uh, interpretation. There's a lot of room for improvisation, um, and I think uh, you know I, I can't wait to sort of watch the music stretch and grow as, as we play it more uh, in front of an audience. But yeah, and, and you know, as you said, it's, a lot of it's very personal, so mm-hmm. it's, it's also a challenge to sort of keep, uh, keep a lot of the emotions at bay enough to be able to perform the stuff, you know. How do you do that? Um, like, how do you get yourself into that um, space? Well, it's interesting, and it's something I've, <laughs> I've spoken about before. It's like, it, it is kind of a high wire act because yeah. I want to I be in touch with um, the the emotion behind it yeah. enough that it, that the music feels authentic, but I don't want to you know jump too deeply into that pool because yeah. then it, then you get choked and you actually can't sing. Your um, voice and stops, I've spoken yeah. to yeah exactly. I've spoken to other singers about it. And, you know, some of them just detach themselves from it altogether huh. and uh, and and just perform the song. And you're thinking about lyric and you're thinking about tone and you're thinking about notes. Um, and that's fine. And I've tried that. Uh, but you know, it's kind of, it's kind of not as rewarding as, as when you feel like you've, when you feel like you've, um, touched on something that you needed to touch on. And if you can do both, it really is quite difficult because it's, 
um, it's like playing with fire, you know, because if it takes over, you're done. And I, it happens oftentimes, you know, um, during a show, it'll happen and I'll just sort of back away from the mic and sort of, <laughs> you know, you swallow or clear your throat uh, and then, you know, get back in it. But I'm sure uh, if you do that, the audience, like I know if I were watching you and I saw you struggle like that, I would be right there with you. Well, yeah, <laughs> either that or like, what's going on with Ian, you know? I'll give each I, other a hug and we're... <laughs> yeah, I, you know, it's a, you know I, don't, I don't think people expect you to, you know, pull out a, like a psychiatrist couch on the stage and, you know, <laughs> they start, you know, opening, uh, opening up locked doors. Yeah. Um, but I, you know, at the same time, I, I don't want to fake it, you know? It's, yeah. I, I, I'm sort of like past the point of like putting on a show for people that isn't me you know yeah. um what's really the point it's it's uh for me it's just as uh, it's just as therapeutic as as it as it needs to be um and certainly the challenge of of being able to perform it um that's it if if something is is technically difficult then then it's easier to not focus on the emotion behind it right. um for the most part um, but a lot of this music is not technically difficult. It's uh, it's 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 sort of really raw and right from the heart. So it you know it needs to be performed authentically. I think and uh, you know it'll be interesting to see where it goes. And you've got uh, Glenn from Blue Rodeo and your bass is from Big Rack involved. At what point in the process did uh, those guys jump on board with you? Well, it was pretty early on. I mean, uh, when it comes to bass players, I can't really think of a another bass player that I'd want to work with. I yeah. don't think there's, there's a better one going than Dave McMillan. So, it, um, and he just, you know, obviously we work together a lot and he really knows where I'm coming from and where I'm going. Um, and then as far as getting, getting a drummer in there, of course my knee jerk reaction would be Chuck keeping, you know, the, the big rec drummer. Yeah. Um, but I, but I, I knew that I, I didn't want it to be a, a sort of big rec light thing. Right. Like, you know, us doing something that, that we don't normally do. I wanted it to be something totally different. And um, Glenn's name came up uh, in a couple different circles, and I've always admired his, his vibe and his playing. So yeah. uh, we just had honestly sat down and had a coffee, and I knew by the end of us sort of having a chat that uh, that he was going to be the right guy. It was going to be great. And what about Mark Howard? I mean, he's pretty big. He's worked with some huge bands, too. How did yeah. he uh, get involved? Uh, it was just a phone call, really. Yeah? Again, uh, yeah, it's a friend of a friend, and I called him a few years back about doing something. Um, and then I, I can't remember, I think it was just scheduling that, that, uh, got in the way. And then I think he was doing a record and then I was doing a record. Yeah. Um, and then when, when this, when this project came up again, it was like, Ooh, what about, remember that Mark Howard idea that we were, and then it was like, Ooh. <laughs> and then as soon as that, that his name came up, um, it just sort of all kind of made sense. Like the, I could see a picture of the album in my mind. You know what I mean? I could cool. sort of see what yeah. it was going to sound like, so to speak. You said you recorded it in 12 days, and I heard uh, you were up north of the cottage. Is that right? Yeah. That's different. Yeah, no, it's, um, Mark just sort of has this guerrilla style of recording. He can yeah. set up a, a basically a functional studio in any, in any space. Uh, in about an hour or two, he can just he rolls in and sets everything up. And but that's probably that's you know. a perfect spot because if you were in you know a cold studio, exactly, it, it wouldn't know. work. This is cool. yeah, it wouldn't be quite right. No. It, there, there was there was definitely something about the environment that we were in uh, and making the record in that fashion that I think I think lended itself to the to the the whole thing sounding the way it does and it's certainly feeling the way the record does. You know, yeah. I have a I have the sort of test pressing of the vinyl. Um, 
and over the past few days I just I'll just put it on at a lower volume and it just it kind of fills my place with this with this feeling and this vibe and I think it comes from the actual source of it you know yeah. it's the whole way along it's just it's so untreated and untouched and and just not messed with and, yeah. and no one's gone in and perfected it and put it on a grid or auto-tuned it it's just it's it's you know people performing music from the heart and and then somebody recording it really really beautifully you know and when you guys uh, come to town on December 13th, what uh, what can people expect the show to be like? <laughs> I don't really know yet. Um, <laughs> it's just the three of you. And I imagine yeah. I imagine much like the album, you're not going to have, you know, anything crazy going on. It's just going to be... Well, that's, that's it's how funny I you say that. You know, because I, I've actually, uh, for the first time ever, we're going to be working with Pyro. Um, I've hired the, the biggest Pyro company in... No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> no, it is just the three of us. But uh, we also, actually, we were lucky enough to get Mark Howard to mix it live. So, oh. yeah, you know, and as I said, he's, he's, he's the man with that stuff. He'll pick yeah. any space and sort of vibe it out. He just has a, a knack for creating um, an atmosphere in a room. Um, yeah. And I, and I, you know, it's, it's exactly the same four people that were in the room making the record that yeah. it's going to be. You know, so I'm pretty excited yeah. for that aspect of it. And every, I'm sure every show is going to be different. Every night's going to be different. Yeah. Um, but I'm very excited to, to, to see how it turns out. I, and I don't, I don't want to start leaning on, um, you know, songs from the past. I don't want to yeah. start pulling out, um, okay, folks, here comes the oath, you know, yeah. um, just to try, sort of, to, to, to sort of bend to, to please the crowd. But I also don't want to leave them high and dry. So we'll see what the set turns out like. Um, we're starting rehearsals fairly shortly, so I, yeah. uh, I'll I'll start putting in, you know, start working some stuff into the set to see what we can get away with. Well, once you start it, you'll feel how the flow is going, and like exactly, you said, yeah. every night can be different. Well, we're excited to have you coming December thirteenth at the London Music Hall. Ian, thank you so much for uh, for calling in and uh, letting us know about your new project, and uh, all the best to you. I cannot wait for the show. It sounds really, really great. Right on. Thanks for having me on. Thanks, Ian. Okay, ciao. Bye.